Hey, I'm Jared. And I'm Sam. And this is Culture Catch Up. Each week, one of us introduces the other to a piece of culture they missed out on. You can subscribe to Culture Catch Up wherever podcasts are available. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Catch Up Culture and leave us a review and we'll send you surprise fun mail. Well, this week, kind of like our last Thanksgiving episode, since we're nearing into the Christmas season, we decided to not. Ho, ho, ho! <laughs> since we decided to not necessarily introduce each other to a movie because, let's be honest, there we've are a ton them. of Christmas movies out there. We've seen a whole lot of them. So, what we're going to do is we're going to do this episode all over our favorite Christmas classics. So, we're going to start off with some of our classics from our childhood. Then, we're going to move into talking about our favorite current Christmas classic movies. So, let's start off then by talking about. How much Christmas movies did you watch growing up, like around Christmas time? Well, I feel like maybe we should preface it with um, just a broader statement, which is that I love Christmas. This is true. Big time. This is true. Um, So in our 10 years together, the Christmas movies you hadn't already seen, we have already watched many times because... You know, much like watching Halloween TV episodes and Thanksgiving TV episodes, which we've already talked about, that's, you know, something you do mm-hmm. in the month leading up to Christmas is you watch all the Christmas movies. And so, I'm sorry, neither of us are willing to jump into Hallmark Lifetime Christmas movies. Yeah, to if add that's more what you're looking list. for, you're going to have to find another podcast. We just aren't, well, we don't ever have cable, first yeah. of all, so we can't watch them, but. And I have zero interest. Yeah, I also have <laughs> zero interest. So. Wait, no. That's not what we're talking about, really. I take it back. The only Lifetime holiday movie we're going to watch this year is Recipe for Seduction, <laughs> airing on Lifetime, starring um, starring Mario Lopez as none other than Colonel Sanders. We just learned about this today. And, <laughs> and it looks amazing. I think we are really going to try to find it and watch it because it looks so <laughs> off the wall. And you know what? I'm here for an off the wall Christmas I mean, movie. It's like a co-brand. It's like a fully like it's a mini movie they're calling it. So I'm ex- expecting it it's to just be a like big ad 30 for KFC. Minutes. Exactly. But it's yeah. totally about KFC and it looks like oh, you think completely 30 over minutes? the top. I doubt I bet it's even going to be that long. I bet yeah. it's 50. To th- it has to at least be that long because they wouldn't do a 15 minute block. In a Look up the trailer, guys, because it was... It's, it's it looks interesting, <laughs> but I'm absolutely here for it. But that's recipe for seduction. But so you've <laughs> back loved, to your question. Back to the question, then. So you've loved we, some Christmas movies over your life. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, I don't remember. It's not that like there were certain things we always watched every year at this at certain times or anything like that. Um, I think you and I have started that kind of tradition, but I don't really remember that kind of thing from childhood. But I do remember like Christmas Vacation was always on at Christmas. Yeah, you know, we watched it. Many times, probably more than once a year because it's on TV all the time. Mm -hmm. So that one we watched a whole lot. But, you know, that might be the main one that I remember watching a bunch. Mm -hmm. What about you? Was there one that y'all would watch? I remember when we'd be over at my grandparents' house for Christmas Eve, we would usually always turn to It's a Wonderful Life when it when that came on sure and so i've probably yeah, seen it that helps movie. that these movies are always on tv around right. the holidays well and i remember i guess it was nbc i think that that would play it but yeah. it wouldn't play it until later but then because the movie was what two hours on its own or two and a half hours on its own yeah, it was like when, that on it was TV? like easter weekend when abc would play the ten commandments <laughs> for and like six hours for like six hours just to get to the movie <laughs> exactly so it was kind of the same thing as like i think it started at eight but legitimately didn't end to like midnight and so it's just wait the Ten Commandments or it's a wonderful life. Sorry, it's a wonderful life. Oh damn! It would always it, maybe that was just me as a kid and not re- understanding the passage of time correctly. But sure. like it just was always on, and I liked the movie, but it was yeah, just it's fine. 
I know. I, I probably wouldn't have loved it's it as a bit much, much now. now. I know I we think. talked about it. We were just talking about it the other day, and like I totally forgot that. Yeah, like he loses part of his hearing because his dad beats his beats him. <laughs> no, like, it's the shop owner, right? It's not his dad. Oh, you're right. You're right. It's his boss. Yes, he's a who's child like a drunk laborer. or something like that. Yeah, yeah I don't remember. It's like a, maybe a pharmacist. I want to say, and so uh, you know, and I was like, oh, that's dark. Ooh. <laughs> Darker but than then, you remember? Yeah, but then it, I guess the whole movie is somewhat a little dark too at times until he turns his life around. I mean, he almost commits suicide for God's sake, jumps off the bridge and all that until, you know, his angel comes Oh shit, down and I don't remember him. that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little dark. That's it has the one its... I've seen a lot. I didn't, I don't remember watching that until a boyfriend introduced me to it in college oh, really? actually. Yeah. Other than so that. So I've only seen it a handful of times. Oh, interesting. It's not one, it's, I feel like I've had my time with it. I don't necessarily yeah. feel the need to come back to it. I mean, it's a great Jimmy Stewart movie though. And you know, he was great. So I had to think about who that was for a second. <laughs> I was, he was George Bailey. I was like, Jimmy Stewart. I know that name. Can, do you have a Jimmy Stewart impression? Man, I was just thinking, <laughs> I know I used to because he was the voice of uh, a character in Five Will Goes West. It was like his, his last film credit is he was like the sheriff in Five Will Goes West. Wait, he was dumb question amnesty. Yeah. Alive. Yeah. Dead? I mean, that movie was me. Ooh, I got to look that up. Is he currently but, alive? Oh, no. He's he's been dead. But for he a while. was alive when we were alive? Yep. Oh, see, I was thinking he was much older than that. We didn't really do much research for this episode. We're, just, we're going kind of off. The, life? We're going off the we're going off the cuff here a little bit. Just talking about our Christmas classics. I want to know what year It's a Wonderful Life came out and I want to know when he died. OK, he died in 1997. Oh, OK. He was 89. Uh, and It's a Wonderful Life, 1946. It came out in 1946? Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. So, yeah. It's an old one. It's an oldie. So, that's oh. what I mean. Like, I feel like my time has passed with it. Sure. And so We'll show it to a kid one day. Yeah. And, and so, but we would watch that one. We would watch those claymation Rudolph ones. Ooh, Rudolph was the only one I watched, and I know you watched that one a lot, like, as a kid, and then I saw it. I just remember one year I was watching and like, I'm done with this. <laughs> like, I don't need to watch this anymore. I and have never seen any of those because they terrified me. Really? And they still freak me out a little. They're just creepy looking. Yeah. I'm not, I don't know why. Is one of those where the abominable, abominable, abominable snowman came from? Abominable? I can't say that word. Abominable. Is that abominable the right word? Snowman. Abominable snowman. There it is. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. He's in the room. He's from one. one of those, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, so I guess I have seen some of that one, but not all the way through. I Anytime those were on TV, I would skip them. They yeah. just freaked me out. I think the one, though, that we watched probably the most was Santa Claus, the Tim Allen movie. Yeah, that's pretty funny. It was a... And then we watched it, was it last year? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we were making... We were cooking our own like little special Christmas dinner before we left to go visit family, and we were watching Santa Claus then. And that was probably the first time I'd watched Santa Claus... In maybe close to 20 years. Like sure. it had been a long time. So there was a lot of it I didn't remember. Such as baby David Crumholtz is the lead elf. I can't believe you didn't remember that. I did not remember that at all. And That is like one of the things that really sticks out in my mind about that movie was him. Oh, his see, role. the only thing that stuck out in my mind, and I'm, I think I've already done this on a past episode. Yeah, don't do it again. But like with the Hojo <laughs> <the Ho-Ho-Gi-Jo laughs> show from the trailer. Because I remembered that from the commercial and uh, when he's being interrogated, but it was really funny. Yeah, it held up really well, but I do think there is something to be said about holiday movies just holding up in general. I think everybody kind of gives them an extra pass. Yeah, well, and you have so many memories wrapped up in them. And I mean, if you looked at them like on a on a film, 
I don't know, on, on a map of film history, none of them would be great. They're not award-winning yeah. movies ever. I think they're just, you just kind of hold a special place in your heart and in your mind for them, mm-hmm. all of them, whichever one it might be. Because, you know, everybody has something that they grew up watching all the time. What about A Christmas Story? Did y'all watch that? I was just about to ask you about that one. I have seen it because, you know, it. what's it on TBS? It yeah, plays it for like plays 24 hours for yeah. the whole day. I've seen... I don't know if I've ever actually sat down and watched it all the way through in one sitting, but I have seen all of it just because you pick it up by bits and pieces and it's okay. Yeah. You know, watch it growing up either. So it's not one that needs that. I feel the need to watch it every year. And maybe it's because I did see it. I have seen it so disjointed and like in bits and pieces that might be why, but it just never was one that, I was like, ooh, Christmas story's on. I'm going to like pay attention to it and, yeah, and sit down and watch funny, it. It's funny. It's It has cute. its moments. Like I, I like the, the when they stick their tongues to the <laughs> pole. That's pretty good. Uh, and then when he does finally get his BB gun and then, yes, shoots his eye out. Like that's all pretty funny. And then like his... Uh, the leg lamp. Oh, yeah. The leg lamp. Oh, n- the, best part, the best part of that movie, though, is when they get a flat tire or something and then he goes to change it and he says in the movie he says fudge oh, <laughs> in yeah. front of his dad his dad's <laughs> just like what <laughs> obviously implying what he said but yeah so that, that was uh that one has its moments but overall i'm like eh, it's yeah all right. it's I not one without. that you and i watch yeah on purpose so what is what is probably like the bit one of the biggest christmas movies from your from christmas vacation christmas vacation yeah definitely did y'all watch that one growing up at all? I hadn't seen that until I watched it with you. That's what I thought. It's so good. It is. But it, yeah, it has quickly become like one of my favorite movies. Well, and we watched all the vacation movies. Uh, vacation, European vacation. And this one, Vegas vacation. Obviously, it's like European a white family favorite. One is the only one I haven't seen all of. It's definitely the worst. So Okay, so I'm doing good. Yeah. I mean, I think Christmas vacation is better even than vacation. Uh, Sure. Yeah. Do you not think so? Yeah, no, I do. Do you okay. think it's better than Vegas Vacation? I've seen Christmas Vacation more. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought we had watched Vegas Vacation. So I vacation know, more. you know, more of what's going ha- going on, going to happen, and all that stuff. I mean, for you know, cr- Vegas Vacation, also fantastic. You know, like with the the whole to- Hoover Dam tour, and then the of course, you know, I put a dollar and got a car. Put a dollar and got a car. <laughs> put a dollar and got a car. Ah, uh, yes, you've been around my family enough yeah. to know, Mr. Papa Giorgio. I if I were gonna sit down and watch a movie, I would definitely pick Vegas over Christmas. Really? Yeah. Oh, see, I would pick. Christmas. It's funnier to me, maybe because it's newer. It's oh, also it has Ethan, Ethan Embry. Embry. <laughs> yeah. No, that's why you like it more. I love. You don't I like have, little baby Johnny Galecki. I have such rusty. a soft spot in my heart for <laughs> Ethan Embry. Actually, I do like Jonathan Galecki. I think he is a very attractive man. Oh, we didn't even think about our who's hotter well, for this. Because we're not we're up to the end. We're yet. gonna have to do a who's hotter for sure. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I just think that I really do think it's because Vegas Vacation is so much newer. Christmas Mm. Vacation does still feel pretty old. Yeah. I just like that it, I think, I think Cousin Eddie is better in In Christmas. In Christmas Vacation. Okay, I get that. Because you get the iconic. Shitter's full. Shitter's full. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Clark. Yeah. And then you get like (laughs) Clark trying to put up the Christmas lights. You get the squirrel in the tree. You get the. Somebody say the blessing. And then she sings the national anthem. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, Jelly of the Month Club. The Moose Mug. Man, you remember this movie so well. That's what I mean. Julia Louis-Dreyfus is the neighbor who gets. So funny. Who gets, uh, you know, she and her husband become the unwitting target of all of Clark Griswold's uh, holiday hijinks. Yeah. 
Oh, it's good. Oh yeah, it's a good one. I think I, I just, don't know that I've sat well, down then and watched it. Everything blowing up and everything at the end because of the shitter being full. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I've sat down and watched that in the last few years. We may have to do that this year. I'd be down for it. It's really funny. I love that one a lot. What about Home Alone? Did y'all watch that growing up? Not until later. Um, I and do. only once or twice, really. I don't. It wasn't one that was on big uh, on a whole lot. Yeah, I don't remember it. I don't remember watching it a lot as a kid either. I remember watching it, but not every year. I really do think Christmas Vacation is the only one I really remember seeing every year. Mm-hmm. But you know, Home Alone is funny. It's a good classic. I, you can't say it's not good for sure. No. Uh, I do like that this year a whole bunch of people freaked out when they found out that Moira Rose is the mom from Home Alone. But like, okay, come on, guys, like, where the hell you been? It t- it, we were probably in season two of Shit's Creek <laughs> before I saw like a clip of Home Alone. And I was like, oh, my God. I don't understand how people haven't realized this. Because I probably because Home Alone was the only thing I saw Catherine O'Hara in until Shit's Creek. So and, you know she's older so it's like it maybe not yeah. like quite if i wasn't super recognizable with her then or you know know who she was then that it makes sense to me that i wouldn't immediately be like oh that's kevin's mom from home alone but right. yeah i literally had to like see well, it's the, a totally different role yeah she's not doing her funny mora voice and, and she's all those not inflections even really and, you know in it a ton right and so like Macaulay i remember seeing the main. right and so i remembered seeing like the main kevin and then yeah. i saw that clip and i was like Oh, it literally was immediate. I was like, oh my God, she's Moira. <laughs> you know? I can't believe so many people didn't put that together. Yeah. And so I, I think that one's great too. I mean, obviously it's like, it is one of the, like, it's not just like a Christmas classic. It's just a solid good movie. Yeah. And it, it holds up super well as oh, yeah. well. The physical comedy of that movie, I think is what really so sells great. it. It's so good. You know, Joe Pesci and what's the other guys? David. I'm looking it up. Something. Hang on. Uh, and so. I never can remember if it's Joe Pesci or Danny DeVito. <laughs> 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 it's Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern. Daniel, Daniel Stern. Uh. Yeah. And so it's like their <laughs> reactions, like when like when uh, Joe Pesci's head gets set on fire, when the iron hits David Stern in the face, you know, all that I stuff. I like the paint can being swung. Yeah. Yeah. I always liked, remembered liking the whenever he like turns the movie on and makes him think that he's shooting at him. Yeah. Eat your heart out, you filthy animal. Yeah, you know, I loved good. all that stuff. I remember, though, like one of the first times I watched it, his older brother, Buzz, who we just saw in something, still acting his older brother, Buzz. Yeah, he actually popped up on um, a couple podcasts I listened to. Devin Rattray is his name. And you know what? He might have been in Hustlers. I'm I on think it. he was in Hustlers. I'm on it. And I just remembered... One of the first th- lines in that movie when we watched it, because I was I was probably like eight or nine when. Damn, I was, you're right. He's in Hustlers. Man, I called it. <laughs> called it. I'm so good. Uh, but like one of the first things he says to his, to Kevin is he's just like Kevin asked him if he could share his room, and he was like, I wouldn't let you share my room if you were growing on my ass. And I was like, <gasps> What? As a little kid. Oh, <laughs> uh, but no. But that movie's really good. I really like that. And then we watched the second one. Not too I long ago. I don't remember the second one very well. Wait, we watched it not too long ago? What are you talking about? Well, remember because we bought the four pack of the DVDs. The four pack of DVDs that came with Home Alone 1, 2, 3, and 4, but had two DVDs of Home Alone 2 in it. Oh, well, you don't <laughs> so need we three, and three, three and four anyway. <laughs> or three, one of them. Um, and so. Wait, I don't. Are you that's sure? That's one where they stay in the. Yeah, they go. Because it was the first time I ever watched Classic it. Classic Sam, to, watching something in a year later, not remembering <laughs> it at all. It might have been like two or three years ago. But, you know, they, they go to New York. 
and he stays at the hotel. Tim Curry's the the. Wait, the family goes to New York, or Kevin winds up in New York and they're on somewhere his own. else on his own. Oh yeah, he boards the wrong plane. I think that time. And so Tim he Curry. Tim Curry's like the the front desk of the hotel. This is not ringing a bell. You know, and then he runs. And oh, then he, but this is the one with the bird lady. Yeah, I remember the bird, the bird lady. lady. It's where he really runs well. into that orange schmuck. You know, so. Oh, that's right. You know, and it the, took me forever to figure out what hotel. you're talking about. <laughs> okay, can we rewatch two this year then? Because sure. I really don't remember it. Very yeah, I'd be well. down. I've, I mean, I've only seen it the one time, so yeah, that'd be is great. Is Tim Curry like prime Tim Curry? I mean, he's not Rocky Horror Tim Curry, but I mean, yeah, he's still looking good. Yeah, he's still looking good. Oh, we love Tim Curry. We do. You know what Tim Curry movie we need to watch again? What? I really want to watch it. Not Clue. No, that was so that was a slow. Good movie, though. I liked. Oh, really? I thought we liked it. I didn't love it. I thought we liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we had agreed. Guys, every time we watch a movie, we sit down and we decide if we as a pair like it or not. Yeah, so we can give so that way when people ask us, we always know where we stand. I don't think I paid attention to it much. I remember I think I was doing something else. I remember liking it and laughing at a few of its bits. Um What movie do we need to rewatch? Muppet Treasure Island. Muppet Treasure Island. Tim Curry's Long John Silver. I don't know that I've seen Muppet. <gasps> oh, oh, what about God. Muppet Christmas Carol? Oh. Did you like that one? I so love that movie. I actually had not seen Muppet Christmas Carol until I watched it with you for the first time. <gasps> I love Muppet Christmas but Carol. we had always seen the commercial for it on one of our other like oh my Disney God. movies. You remembering commercials on VHSs is amazing. And Pe- so I just, remember, Wilson. I just remember Tiny Tim at the very end being like, God bless us, everyone. everyone. And then it ends with Miss Piggy going, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I just like love that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Miss Piggy has like a high-pitched voice. But she was doing it like angry. She was like, <laughs> I can normally do Kirby. <laughs> Kirby, why won't you stay with me? But then she's, she's mad. And so she's like, whatever. She's um, flustered. I don't think I've ever seen Muppet Treasure Island. We'll have to find it oh, and watch it. it's so good. I do love a Muppet movie. Which is surprising to me. I know. I gotta say. But no, but Muppet Treasure Island's a good one. So that if was we've a got, very random tangent. How we did kinda, we get it kind of was. But so what let's was. Let's just talk about Tim Curry. All right, cool. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> no, not really. I know. I was just kidding. Okay, so, one more we definitely need to touch on at least, which is Elf. I wouldn't say it's classic in a sense. Maybe it's too new to be in this group, but I would say it, like it, it very though, quickly. I want to say. Oh, really? I feel like it's older than we think it is. Well, but these movies are quite a bit older than that. I know. Th- these are all like 90s and stuff like that. Where we well, and I think about. I think Elf jumped the ranks quickly and became a classic Christmas. 2003. It has, it has everything you need. It even has a little tiny bit of the creepy claymation in the middle. Oh, that's true. But um, I love that movie. It has a fun soundtrack because of the couple of songs What's Her Name sings. Zoe Deschanel? Yeah, thank you. Uh, and I think this is one of her first roles. It's definitely early Zoe Deschanel. Elf, though, for me, has always been kind of weird. Like, I like it, but I... Are you about to tell me you don't like Elf? I like it, but it's definitely not one I feel like I need to watch every year. What? But? I'm sorry, but it's true. I would rather watch Elf than any of these others we've talked about. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe I should give it another shot. Maybe I feel like it's I was been the a couple exact years. right age, and it's like Will Ferrell when he was Will Ferrell, mm-hmm. and... Yeah, that might be because that one I feel like I didn't watch until a few years after it came out too. But Will Ferrell, I mean, obviously is like one of the high points of the movie for me. And then Scott, I always remember like a not Scott Con, James Con, uh, as the dad because like he was in an old one of my favorite John Wayne movies 
from when I was growing up. What? El Dorado. I don't know. Th- I don't he think played I Mississippi. realized that he was that old. Mm-hmm. And so. And it has what's her name as his wife, who we like. Mary Steenberg? Yep. Oh, that was a total guess. I'm glad that paid off. And what's his name from Game of Thrones? Peter Dinklage. Yep. Who's funny. They have a, yeah, they have that good scene because obviously. He's great in it. Slightly off color. <laughs> oh, for in a sure. Way, but uh, wouldn't Will necessarily thinks fly. He's an elf. Yeah, he thinks yeah. he's an elf, and then that makes him mad because yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I don't know for whatever reason. Like that one, I love obviously like all the the things of it. Like when Will Ferrell freaks out and yells Santa in the mall, like all those like iconic scenes of it. But for and then he just reason, eats sugar for breakfast. Yeah, and <laughs> I do love though, like when he's being raised by the elves and Bob Newhart's telling the story. It's like <laughs> him. He's obviously so much bigger than everything, and I know that that was probably like a really funny thing to have to like film and shoot and, and like put together and all that stuff. But you know. It's a it's I it's a feel good it's movie. It's a feel good. It's a good fun feel good movie. It just hasn't ever been one that like stuck with me super well. I can't believe you. I'm sorry, but you know I got to speak my truth on this podcast. <sighs> okay, so out of all of those, what's your favorite one? Out of all of those, I would have to say that my favorite is probably Christmas Vacation. I think I'm having a hard time picking between Christmas Vacation and Elf. Honestly, they're just very different movies. They're totally different styles of comedy. So I don't I don't know if I could pick. I love them both. Yeah. I think I have seen Christmas Vacation enough that I would rather watch Elf because I've seen Christmas Vacation too many times. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that I could pick. I love them both. It's hard to say sometimes, you know. Sometimes you just got to have that double the double classic. So those are kind of the movies then that we've loved from our childhoods. Yes, so let's talk yes. about some movies then that we love currently or that we were introduced to within the last 10 years of us. I know some of these crossed over in like Christmas vacation and stuff like that, but like the ones that newer movies, newer movies that we hold as Christmas classics. Okay. Where do you want to start? Well, let's start with yet another one that I think was introduced to me by the white family (laughs) that has become probably one of the other Christmas movies that I've watched probably Maybe like number two or three in most, no, like four. Oh, definitely. It's in my top five of Christmas movie rotation. And that is Bad Santa. (laughs) I know that most people wouldn't. (laughs) Of course, it's a Christmas movie. But I know it's not on most people's lists of Christmas movies that they have to watch every year because it is just pure filth and so raunch. Yeah. But (laughs) our Christmas tradition is to watch it with my dad when we go to Lubbock for Christmas. Christmas. And it's great. And it's my favorite tradition. Oh, it's And there's so something new every year that makes us laugh super hard that for some reason we we either haven't caught before or it just hasn't hit right. Yeah. Um, I don't particularly want to say what it is that happens, but whatever it was, the, the scene that hit us last year, or maybe it was two years ago, like I thought I was going to pee myself. I was laughing so hard. Yeah. If you haven't seen it or don't know what it is, it's Billy Bob Thornton as a mall Santa who works with a partner to rob malls mm-hmm. at night after he is Santa. It's a pretty elaborate scheme. It's good. Yeah, it's pretty good. And he's like a drunk, of course. But there's this cute little kid who he meets in one of the malls who he ends up moving <laughs> in with. And Lauren Graham. Thurman Merman. <laughs> Lauren Graham plays a bartender who sleeps with him. And <laughs> it's a very funny sex scene. <laughs> Again, I don't want to say why. <laughs> um, uh, it's a it's just 
a very irreverent, raunchy movie. And which for, is right up my alley. I mean, well, yeah, but in the wait, also, Bernie Mac isn't Bernie? Oh Mac yeah, Bernie in Mac. It? He's like the secure head of head of the <gasps> security for the for the mall and. and John Ritter. John Ritter. Sorry, I blanked on his name. <laughs> and he's super funny because he's like the, just like the manager of the mall, but mm-hmm. like, like everybody walks wart. all over him. Yeah, like even guy. Billy Bob Thornton, and he's doing terrible stuff in this mall, and he just like is always ch- able to talk his way out of it with John Ritter, and then John, and then John Ritter is then easily easily manipulated by Bernie Mac when who Bernie Mac isn't necessarily even like the most upright, upstanding citizen ever either, and so it's just kind of a it's crazy. I, and like, the little a kid lot of is things. what makes it for me. Yeah, little kid. He makes he moves it. in with this little chubby blonde kid who doesn't have parents, and because his dad's a prison, but he is his grandma is in the house. Is in the house, but she's and you know, of course, by the end, he had he like has a soft spot for the kid right. and isn't going to rip him off anymore like he was going to. But the kid just wants to make Sam Santa some sandwiches, and he's Not always sandwiches. He's always saying, "You want some sandwiches?" <laughs> sandwiches, <laughs> which we say to each other all the time. Yeah. You want this some is sandwiches? Movie we quote here. Yeah. <laughs> And he also is like trying to carve a wooden pickle for Billy Bob Thornton <laughs> and ends up cutting himself and bleeding everywhere. And that, that's like when he's running through the house, that scream he makes. <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> and then this wooden pickle is like covered in blood. So then it just looks like a turd because the blood dries on it and is all brown. <laughs> and it's like, what, what are you trying to carve a wooden pickle? It's so funny. There's a lot of very quotable, very funny scenes in that movie. Yeah. For it's sure. definitely the funniest Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Oh, yeah. If you can handle it. I know. It's pretty raunchy, but it's, it's which funny. seems like nothing to me because everything I watch is raunchy. But I know that that's not everybody's bad. It's not everybody's cup of tea. Okay, so Bad Santa is obviously very highly ranked in our current Christmas classics. What about one that uh, I actually haven't seen this one yet? What about Best Man Holiday? You added this one to the list. I love Best Man Holiday. If you haven't seen this um, series of movies, I would highly suggest them. It maybe is only two. Now that I think about it, if you haven't seen Best Man Holiday, it was like a a way later sequel to The Best Man, which I think came out in the 90s, late 90s, I want to say. But Best Man Holiday is this group of friends coming back together. They haven't seen each other in a really long time. And it's... uh, it's not one where you see all the stories and you find out later that they overlap. It's just a whole bunch of stories, but you, you already know how they overlap Mm -hmm. because it's basically just like a big group of friends all staying together in one house or something, you know? Um, sounds fun. And, uh, it, it has some really sad stuff to it. It's also really stacked. Here is everyone who's in it. Not even everyone. Just the people you'll know. Morris Chestnut, Tay Diggs, Regina Hall, Terrence Howard, Sinai Lathan, Nia Long, Eddie, Eddie Cibrian. I did not remember that he was in it. <laughs> Do you know who that is? Mm, I know the name. He's Leon Womack. I mean, Leon Womack. Leon Rimes. He's Leon Rimes' husband. Okay, that still doesn't really help me I out know. that much. Um, there's just a lot of people in it. And it has a really good soundtrack. Um, uh, obviously this will come as a surprise to no one. I have a huge Christmas playlist <laughs> that I, uh, I call it Christmas, my Christmas catalog on Spotify. And I just pull songs from it each year and make a new Christmas playlist. 
But the entire Best Man Holiday soundtrack is so good. I know that everybody just wants to listen to Mariah Carey at Christmas, but hear me out. Go look up the Best Man Holiday soundtrack. It has Mario on it, R. Kelly, Mary J. Blige, John Legend, Monica, New Edition. It has a great Stevie Wonder cover. Um, I don't think it is really up your alley because it's basically a sad romantic movie. Okay. But I do really love it. So maybe this is the year that I make you watch it. I'll watch it with you. I, and I guess you wouldn't have to see The Best Man first to know what was happening. You I could imagine. You like, could watch that would just it set up like all their friendships and everything, right? Yeah, kind of. Like, I feel like it would be more scandalous if you had seen the first one. Oh. Um, because there's some... Scandal. Uh, couple swapping and things, you know? Oh. People cheating who you don't know that they're cheating with the other person. Oh, my. Kind of like, what was that show on Netflix that had like... Friends from college? Yep. Just like that. Anyway, uh, I feel like it's one that doesn't get uh, enough love. And it should definitely be on everyone's well, yeah, let's watch it. movie list. So we're going to jump then. We only have a couple more that we wanted to talk about. But let's jump to one that's actually a brand new movie. Came out this year. We just watched it a couple days ago. And it was wonderful. A damn delight. It you was would say. a damn delight. Happiest season on, on Hulu, Hulu. Directed by Clea Duvall. And Who I love. Yeah, she's great. I wish that she was in it. I, I know. just assumed I was as an actor she, she would wasn't. at least have a cameo. She was in a picture that showed during the credits. Mm. So like she's in the family's future somehow. Now I don't even remember who. She, I think she's coupled up with somebody in one of those pictures or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was really good. It was super good. It's, it's on Hulu, so you can watch it there. Tell us who's in it. But it stars Kristen Stewart, Mackenzie Davis, and then it has, whoopsies, I clicked on wrong thing. Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza, Mary Steenburgen again. Again. Victor Garber, Allison Brie, Mary Holland, Dan Levy. Also a pretty stacked Yeah, cast. pretty stacked. I love a movie with a ton of people in it. Anna Gasteyer. Well, I can't say her Anna name. Anna Gasteyer. Anna Gasteyer, thank you. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's a pretty stacked movie. But basically what it is, is these uh, is Kristen Stewart and Mackenzie Davis are in a relationship. And they're going to go home to Mackenzie Davis's family and visit. Well, Going there and, you know, at whole this time, Kristen Stewart thinks that her family knows that they're together in all of this. And but, that she's gay. And that she's gay. But they get there and that's not the case. And so that obviously puts a lot of strain on their relationship. And I actually liked that it was, while it had its funny moments and everything like that, it was a bit more of like a serious movie. Like, oh, yeah. It, well, and there was obviously a lesson to it. Right. It had a very good Although lesson. Although I guess that's like the thing with Christmas movies. They all have a lesson. They Usually have a just lesson. the lesson is like, be grateful for what you have and but don't this be a bad a very, person. Yeah. This one was a more specific a lesson. A very specific <laughs> lesson and one that was is very good to have. You sure. know, and so like I think it was great to see this as a Christmas movie. And it was just it was a it was a delight. Well, and this year that that uh Fran Drescher one came out too, that's like the first gay Christmas movie. Well, this one beat it. Too. I don't remember if it's Lifetime or the other one, Hallmark. Mm. And I don't think it's out yet, but that it was a really big deal when they announced that. Right. Um, I'm not sure why this didn't get more action. Like, we didn't I know. hear I, a ton about it. And we didn't hear about it until late, I feel like. Like, I feel like I sent you the trailer. You might have already heard no, about it. No, I already it knew then. about it. Yeah, yeah, I figured you did. But I didn't see the trailer for it till maybe a month ago. Yeah. So we won't really go into the story of this one because we don't, obviously, it's so new. Like, yeah. it, we don't want to spoil it for people. But I would oh, definitely say. It's definitely spoilerable. Spoilable. Yeah. So be careful. It was if almost you do spoiled watch for me. It. I'm calling you out, Peyton. Don't. <laughs> Jared's sister almost <laughs> spoiled it for us. <laughs> But uh, but no, so it was uh, it was really good. I think if you're looking for something new this Christmas, highly recommend. Highly recommend Happiest Season. It was also pretty funny. 
ish. There were well, funny like, moments. All Dan Levy's parts were great. Well, and the one sister, Mary Holland. Is oh, that her yeah. Name? Yeah. She's so. Her character was hysterical. She's so quirky. It just like random and just had these would had, do these weird outbursts or actions. She was a very she, her performance was very physical and it was very. Yes. It was very good. Well, and she's a comic. So that makes sense. Right. But she um, kind of has like a moment where, you know, like every movie, the funny jokester person becomes the more serious person but by the end she's back to being the jokester person which i really appreciated yeah she didn't like change her character yeah it was just in that moment she kind of like had a thing going on i don't want to spoil it but she stayed the same character that she was before the thing happens which i really liked so to round out our christmas classics but this one i didn't see it until Maybe, okay, within the last 10 years, I've seen it. And it quickly rose in the ranks to become my favorite Christmas movie of all time. I love it so much. And we watch it every year. And what is it? Love Actually. Do you think it's in your favorite movies of all time? You know what? It just might be. You do really love it. I do love it because it's kind of like Best Man Holiday, where it's like a whole, or where it's like a whole bunch of different characters and their stories all intertwined. Well, this is the first movie I remember being like this, where. You are introduced to because you know now they make who is it that makes those Gary movies? Marshall? I'm Gary, sure, yeah, Gary the Marshall same guy made, who made this. No, he didn't. I'm pretty sure he made this. This is not a Gary oh, Marshall Richard movie. Curtis. Okay, no. but you know now he has made Valentine's Day, New Year's Day, Mother's Day, all these movies. But Love Actually is the first one I remember doing this, where you're introduced to all of these characters separately, and by the end you learn how some of them are super connected. Some of them less connected, but you find out but how they, they all like touch each other's lives. At yes. One point. Yeah. They all live like in this same, which I love world. movies like that, that do that. I and, do too. And can do it well. I don't care what anybody says about those crappy Gary Marshall holiday movies. I love them all. <laughs> but love actually is the peak for me in yeah. terms of Christmas movies, because it's just a delightful movie for one. It has tons of very, of really funny lines great performances, but it, it all in a stacked cast. Like what well, you're reading with Best Man Holiday. This one's got Bill Nye, uh, Colin Firth, Liam Neeson. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> Emma Thompson. Like uh, Martin Hugh, Freeman. Hugh Grant was, isn't the first one listed? Yeah, he's not. Uh, yeah, Hugh Grant, Chiwetel Ejiofor, Andrew Lincoln, Kira Knightley, Hugh Grant. Yeah, he. Uh, you just read <laughs> Hugh him. Hugh Grant again. <laughs> Laura Linney. <laughs> Rodrigo Santoro. Ooh. And Hugh Grant again. And Hugh Grant again. <laughs> But it's just one, like, I just love all... Oh, wait, the, and that kid. Oh, the kid who was it later in uh, Game of Thrones and stuff, yeah. Thomas Brody Sangster. I bet you didn't know that kid's name. I did not. Oh, everybody, Alan Rickman. Everybody just knows him as the kid from Love Actually. Hello, I'm Alan Rickman. <laughs> that was pretty good. Billy Bob Thornton. That's right. That's right. <laughs> this is like the second Billy Bob Thornton movie I've ever seen. And so, like, I don't know. It's just... This is one that we could probably and maybe should have dedicated a whole episode to because we yeah. could probably talk about it that much and we'll keep it constrained. But just like if we have any Christmas tradition, the two of us, it's watching Love Actually. It's Love Actually. Because and we've done the Christmas party or the sorry, the movie party at the draft house for it. Yeah. Like more three, than one. Two or three years in a row. Yeah. And uh, so like, I don't know. I It just. It's I think got, it's, it's because like, there's so much story crammed into one movie. And it's all good. A normal movie is like an A storyline and a couple B storylines. Right. Love Actually is like 15 A storylines. And by the end, you learn that it's actually one A storyline. 
But I think it's just that there's so much story crammed in, in a good way. And Yeah, and it's all done really well. In fact, if I could honestly take away, there would probably only be like two people's stories I would take out and just to be like... Oh, that's such an interesting... Who are they? I love that. I would take out Martin Freeman's. They're the stand-ins. The porn stand-in? Yeah. What? You don't want the porn stand-in? They're hilarious. I mean, they are hilarious, yes. I love them! I can't believe you would take them out. It's so... They, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, just like of the stories have that think. have the most impact and that I remember the most. I probably realize there's less. There's is great though because yes, they're like acting, having to be these okay, like standards for I sex disagree. scenes, and they're like talking about traffic and everything else. There, I know? disagree because <laughs> they're in this weird situation where they have just met on set as these stand-ins for porn. So by the end, like he's cupping her naked boobs. Which I then love. He like rubs his hand together. He's like, oh, I'll just get these so sweet. for you. But <laughs> in the midst of this like weird situation that they're in, this awkward situation, they're still having the loveliest first date, basically. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, of course, by the end, they're in love. Okay, so I then, can't believe you would cut them out. Okay. Who, how dare you? No, I take it back. The Okay, then the only... Even though it's... Uh, you can't, maybe you you can't. can't cut any of them The out. only one I was going to say, the other one would be Colin. The god of sex. Oh, the guy who goes to America? Yeah, the guy who goes to America. Yeah, I could do without him. But it's pretty... But his... But when like, he gets to America, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny, yeah, I they know. They laugh it's, when he says bottle. Come on. <laughs> because of his accent. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's all great. My... Who I don't think you can your cut any favorite storyline. I don't think you can pick a favorite. Oh, you're right. Damn it. I All can my tell question, you it's my not. line of questioning has fallen flat. It's not the kid. Because I don't like that kid. Okay. Liam Neeson's son. Yeah. I don't like Kira Knightley because I don't like Kira Knightley. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> she, she clinches her jaw too much and needs to relax it when she talks. I don't think she's a great actor either. Yeah. I like Chiwetel Ejiofor, though, and I like Andrew Lincoln because that was blowing my mind like that that was Andrew Lincoln. Andrew Lincoln, because he's in The yeah, Walking Dead. Yeah, because he's so nerdy in this, and then in Walking Dead, he's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, so like, that was, that for me, like, I because I think I watched Love Actually the first time, you know, whatever, didn't think much of it, started watching Walking Dead, then the next time we watched Love Actually, I was like, it's Rick Grimes! It's <laughs> so like, I was like, whoa! So we have Colin, what's his name? Firth. Colin Firth. I do really love his. They have a very sweet love story. And it's their weird sweet. moments are hilarious. Yes. Like when they're saying the exact same thing, but they are speaking different languages, so they don't know. I love that. I love when his book goes into the water and she immediately strips down to his underwear, to her underwear to jump in the water to save it. Yeah. And he's like fumbling he's and so dorky. And like, oh. and, yeah. Um, she's maybe way too young for him, but that's okay. Um, I don't... The Laura Linney... Storyline stresses me out yeah, big time. Yeah. Even though they have like the hottest scene in the movie because mm-hmm. Carl is so hot. Mm. Um, I hate, man, you know what? There's a lot that I don't like actually. <laughs> now that I think about it. You could but get rid of But only because some. they hurt my heart because they're oh, sad yeah. storylines. Yeah. Well, we um, don't, we don't I wanna... hate Alan Rickman. He sucks in this movie. Yeah. I mean, his character. He's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I don't like that storyline because it upsets me so much. You know what? I'm going to pick a wild card and say that the main one, Hugh Grant, is my favorite, I think. Hugh Grant's is great because it gives us Natalie, who's a treasure. Yeah. And I I just love the whole thing. Like, everybody She's got just comments thighs like about tree her trunks. thighs. <laughs> and he's like, is something 
I've never noticed. Is something wrong with her thighs? <laughs> you know, I think that they one's great. They refer to her as the chubby one and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and she's like a size six. And Hugh Grant's the prime minister of England. And she is, uh, we, I guess we should have, could have said that. that this, for those who don't know, this takes place entirely in Everyone's in seen it. It's okay. Okay. Just, you know, <laughs> in case there were a couple people out there. Um, and so, yeah. And then she's like an aide or like, you know, it yeah, just works, works, for, him, works yeah. for him and stuff. And and. The, when he realizes he's falling for it and he's like, oh, no, 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 no. This isn't good. And she has a bad run in with Billy Bob Thornton, who's a scumbag. Right. Of course. It's like the best thing he does. And so. Are there any storylines we didn't touch on? Yeah, we haven't touched on. The one I was I was going to say is my favorite one. Is my favorite is Bill Nye. The, oh, the, sure. the aging rock star looking to reclaim his, his former glory by rewriting one of his, by re-recording one of his old songs and making it into a Christmas song. Which is the smartest By business just decision adding, ever. And I love when he, what, what's he say? He like says, oh, it's really brilliant. We do it by just adding in an extra syllable or something. Let's <laughs> like make it in Christmas or something. But I just love because that's where the, the movie starts with him like recording it. You know, the whole thing. Should we sing the song? Yeah, of course. I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. Yeah. So no, so, so good. So good. Uh, I love his the most because he's just so crazy. Yeah. He's so eccentric. I love that he's, you know, he's trying to like beat out this other uh, boy band. Boy band. And he, so For he's doing like these best like, song of the year. Right. And so he's doing like all these appearances trying to get it. And he's, and he's even like, uh, and he's on TV at one point and he's like, listen, kids, listen to your uncle Billy. Don't, <laughs> Don't do drugs. <laughs> if you become famous, they'll give them to you for free. <laughs> giggling about uh and then listen like his, to your uncle billy his his old his manager buddy that he's like friends with but dogs on the whole time uh i just i don't know just it's, they're obviously like each other's love yeah yeah and so uh, it's just it, not it's just in a sexual full, way right just like they're just these life partners together who have wound up yeah. spending their whole lives together it's just a very sweet movie and then who could forget the like single tying thread who like interacts with all of them in some way Maybe not all, but the majority. Only some. Rowan Atkinson is there. Mr. I think Bean. he's actually only in a few. But he's like a randomly pops up through parts Works to like tie things all together and like kind of like, you know, be a be somewhat of a thread. A, yeah. A common thread. And he's funny. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. So that one and, and really. It honestly doesn't have that much to do with Christmas other than I mean, it does, but it's not like it's at Christmas time. They go to the Christmas, Christmas pageant, time, but it's like. The whole purpose of it is is Christmas is the time for love, basically. Right. And so that's like the, the whole premise. But it's just It's not wonderful. like a Santa movie. No, 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 yeah. it's not. And so it's just... It also has a good soundtrack. Yes, very good. It's just wonderful. It's also, delightful. remember when we went to Heathrow on our trip? Yes. Did you think of love actually when we were in oh, Heathrow? Oh, absolutely I was. I did Because that's how yeah. it starts and ends is like, showing, is like showing all this footage of people meeting each other at the airports or saying goodbye. Yeah. And all this with a sweet message about how love is all around us. Oh, it really does just like make you feel really it good. It really does. It's just feels so We even have good. a love, love actually ornament on our tree. <laughs> and we had for a while, like, cause we'd gone to the movie parties at the draft house. They gave you like cardboard cutouts of like Bill Nye, Colin Firth and Hugh Grant's faces. And we had, like, we have like the Bill Nye one that we sometimes like stick in the tree. <laughs> and we have little British flags. <laughs> yeah. From that. We're all thing. in it. We're all in it. I know a lot of people actually. dog on Christmas movies in general. I do feel like a lot of people see them as a joke. I don't personally. I 
know what I said at the beginning of this about how I, I it's not like they're winning awards, but I love Christmas movies. I love any, anything Christmas, really. They're fantastic. But I love watching them. They make me feel good every year. I wish we were allowed to watch them more than just right before <laughs> Christmas. It does feel a little wrong, but um, but I think this one specifically really gets dogged on. I think people think of it as a joke, and it is not, it's a, not joke a joke to us. Love actually is not a joke. <laughs> we love it. If so you come much. at me in the comments with saying no, love actually is a joke. <laughs> don't listen to our show. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Tell us what Christmas movies you like that we didn't talk about. Of course, we would love to hear because I mean uh, there are a ton. We've seen a ton. These are our favorites. Yeah. But obviously, we love to spread the Christmas cheer, and you can spread that Christmas cheer to us by telling us some of your favorite movies that for this holiday season. I do love that they're making new ones now. This Jingle Jangle business on Netflix is supposed to be really good. I just don't know that we're going to sit through it. The Christmas so Chronicles. Long. The Christmas Kurt Chronicles Russell. Part 2 is out this year. The first one, we've only, we haven't seen Part 2 yet. Per, part 1, that movie was a crazy ride. I remember that. Yeah, I don't remember all of it about it, but it was good. Um, oh, we so didn't yeah. even talk about The Grinch. Oh, Jim yeah. Jim Carrey's The Grinch. The Grinch. Yeah, all that we stuff. We didn't talk about Charlie Brown, which is one of my favorites, but apparently you hate. I don't hate it. <laughs> I just don't have a lot of thoughts on it. <laughs> we uh, All I'm saying is we know we didn't cover them all. We right. know there's a there's lot. There's a lot out there. These but let just, us know. These are just some that, that frequent our house. Right. But before we go, though, we do have to do one of our hallowed culture catch-up traditions, which is <laughs> who's hotter? Love Actually Edition. Christmas Edition. <laughs> So we talked about a lot of movies, but since it is our favorite, we're going to rank our who's hottest of, well, not necessarily rank. We're going to just say who our hottest from Love Actually is. We'll start with the ladies. Okay. We're going to do it by gender. We'll do it that way. And then we can maybe do a head to head of our picks for this. Who then uh, is. Man, it's really hard to remember. Are we going only main characters and not including yes. the little side? Yeah, we're like, gonna just we're sticking to like the main characters of the thread. Like not the model that Liam Neeson meets. I'm forgetting her name. Claudia Schiffer. Yeah, she's not included. No. She's not a character. Okay. No. All right. So hottest lady in Love Actually in three, two, one. Natalie. Natalie. Ooh, Ooh, look at us. There were so many options. Okay, but I had a hard time picking between her and the girl who is with Colin Firth. She's very cute. Yeah. And she has like a little tramp stamp tattoo or something. Yep, yep, yep. I remember (laughs) her. We see her in her skivvies. (laughs) (laughs) It goes a long way. But Natalie is just like classically beautiful. And she's funny. Yeah. He said, I got thighs like tree trunks. (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah. I, I love I when she says something about the dodgy end. She lives on the dodgy end of the high street or whatever. I yeah. Don't, I don't know all those English words. Like, but oh, the dodgy end. She's so cute. Yeah. No, she's really cute. But then we have to do the dudes now. And um, this seems very obvious to me. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I think I know. Oh, it's a toughie for me. It's a toughie for me. And um, um, just a reminder, we're going on hottest. It's not about like who is the sweetest or who's the cutest right, or right. who you love the most. And it's in this. Mo- oh, man. It's just who was the hottest in the movie. Man. I know you want to say Mr. Bean, but. <laughs> <laughs> no. It- <sighs> like, how are you even having to question this? I'm so confused. I think I know who you're talking about, but. <sighs> There's only one answer to this question. Okay. Well, then let's do it. Three, two, wait. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. 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 Why are you even questioning this? Okay. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, one. Carl. Oh, I was going to say Hugh Grant. What? I thought that's who you were talking about. No! But then I couldn't decide between him and Liam Neeson because I love <laughs> Liam Neeson. Oh, my God. You're but not. No, you're right. Do I you remember to... what the question is? The question is who is hotter? Okay. 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 The obvious answer is Carl. Oh, yeah. Yes, Hugh Grant is very cute, but no one is as hot as Carl in this movie. I get you. Remember, he gets to his undies. He's hot. Oh, yeah, and he's got abs. His body is crazy. That's right. Carl, I'm sorry. I wasn't scrolling down far enough in the uh, in the cast list I can't here. believe I'm you're going to say Hugh Grant. I forgot. And he was, I, Who am I to, even married to? You have to, to scroll all the way down in IMDb to get to Rodrigo Santoro. I forgot. Why do you even... How... What? I just forgot. This is There's so many people in this movie. I know, but I don't even know why you even had to look at the cast list. Because the I whole didn't want movie to forget someone is like, and I still forgot someone. The whole movie is like before you see Carl naked and after you see Carl naked. Like that's the pinnacle of the mm. film. I see. I see. All right. Well, I'm sorry. I stand corrected. <laughs> it's okay. I for, I, I'm right. I, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I just outside of Love Actually, he wouldn't be my pick. I'm just saying. In Love Actually. Well, and I don't even... I don't even know that I'm answering like for me specifically. It just feels in like in the movie of Love Actually, he's the one. Well, yeah, yeah. There's nobody as hot as him. That's true. I mean, in real life, I would probably pick one of those older dudes, but you know, yeah. In Love Actually, like world, Bill it's Nye Carl. For his ch- charisma. <laughs> he's maybe a little too old even for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm a, I'm sorry. I I realized the error of my ways. I can't I just, believe we ended on such a sour note. It's not a sour you note. I, I, I just I just went to. I just didn't go that far enough. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot about Carl. There's so many people in this movie to remember. Yeah, there are a lot. But shout out to the how good this movie is because their stories are all told so excellently and so wonderfully. They really are. It just fills you up with joy. We're going to go watch it now. Oh, we should. But I think that has successfully caught us up on the culture that is Christmas classic movies. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, let us know what your favorite Christmas classics are because we would love to hear them. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Catch Up Culture. And don't forget to leave us a review and we'll send you some fun mail. So we are, though, since we do have another couple weeks before Christmas, we are going to do another Christmas-centered we've episode. Got, we've got some more Christmas stuff yeah, coming at so you. so it's going to be coming at you before the holiday hits. So stay tuned for another Culture Catch-Up Cinematic Adventure. Ho, ho, ho.